Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer. I'm here with Alan Blanchard, and we are taking a look at some holiday music for 2020. Right now, you're hearing a little bit of an introduction from one of our artists, Augie Haas, and his brand new album, A 2020 Christmas. Uh, and it's been quite a year already, but I know Alan is a big fan of holiday music, and hence the, let's see, 50 tracks on uh, the playlist from last year's <laughs> holiday extravaganza. But Alan, thanks for taking some time to update the playlist this year. And uh, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, look, Christmas time or the holiday season is the one time of year where everyone suddenly accepts jazz as a legitimate art form. And it is great. And also everyone, you know, everyone gets so creative with like these new versions of stuff that I think like we've all grown up with. So uh, it can get very interesting real quick. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's always, it's been on my list to do for a while. And as you can tell, I failed again miserably to get a holiday album out in 2020. Oh, look at that. So, Nick Finzer holiday album. I, it's been on my list for the last two or three years. And then uh, every time, every time it gets to be like July and I haven't even started on it, it kind of slips back down to the bottom of the list again. So one of these days, I'll catch up with some of our artists. But uh, next week, you're going to hear from some of our artists. You heard a little bit of that Augie Haas release uh, just at the, be the beginning there. But we're going to feature some of, we have three artists who have some great holiday releases coming out. Uh, some two are already out, one, one out next week. But we're going to feature those on next week's podcast. So if you're listening, you can go check that out. Uh, week of i don't know what date this is going to be the ninth this is going to come out so that'll be the 16th of december 2020 and uh, so let's see here man what are some of your favorites from uh the new the new crop here i mean i can see you could not let uh let a single from adina menzel go or martina <laughs> silva and of course classic uh jazz artists as well but what were some of your favorites that you found this year well i um Man, that's that's tough to start with. So yeah, you're you're talking about uh, Martina da Silva and uh, Dan Chimlinski. I probably slaughtered his last name. I just call him Chimmy. Uh, you know, it's my favorite things, which is just all around one of my favorite, I guess, standards. We're gonna call it nowadays. Oh sure. Um, but just kind of gets lumped into the. And I mean, it is a holiday song if you listen to the lyrics. It very clearly is. But phenomenal song and that was an album that we put out actually last year that right killed it uh very quick again holiday music it's really the way to do this guys if you haven't done it yet <laughs> um but i don't know man there's so much warren wolf's album that he released in like september of christmas music or something mm -hmm. uh christmas vibes another great album definitely r&b influenced out on uh mac avenue um records i mean i don't know we got leslie odom jr dropped a second christmas album so you oh, still haven't done one man number two uh, so i definitely need you to step it up this one is very uh is less jazz though leslie odom jr phenomenal vocalist uh you know broadway does everything um mm -hmm. his last album that we put on here last year uh, Simply Christmas was definitely a lot more of like the the jazz piano vibe. This one, I mean, he did a cover of Last Christmas and he did a um, 
ton of songs. There's like Little Drummer Boy that's featuring a youth choir from Africa, which was really freaking awesome. Uh, it's a great album. Um, I mean, but you know, there's all the classics, Ella and Lewis and for sure, Harry Connick sure. Jr. And then I think my favorite new edition this year was from the band Lawrence. Okay, so I don't even know who this is. So let's back up. Tell me who this <laughs> band is. I know Marked Over, but I... I don't, I don't really know, know who this band is. Um, right. So they're, it's just a brother and sister. Oh. And I found them from like, um, well, that's like the, the, the core of it, if you will. And I found them from, I don't know, some Spotify discover weekly playlist or whatever and started listening to their stuff earlier this year. Um, and they're like really, re- like really good. Uh, in my humble opinion, um, definitely like almost like a Lake Street Dive vibe mix with like s- snarky puppy or like Wolfpack almost, and then um, some like gospel influence or whatnot. I mean, they have some great acoustic albums out, etc. And then um, they released uh, this Christmas single of the Christmas song "Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire" and. Uh, yeah, I came on the other day and I remember us texting you being like, does this count? Like, there's a soprano sax solo. Can we count this as a Chris, like as a jazz song? And you're like, I guess now. Like, sure. Um, but no, they're a phenomenal uh, band. Definitely worth checking out. I mean, all of their music. Um, I won't call all of their music jazz, but it's definitely like jazz influenced. You know, like you could definitely see... Um, Oh man, who's the, um, there's a trumpet player from New Orleans that plays in a lot of like funk groups. Um, uh, Eric, uh, no, Benny, Benny Bloom. Oh man, I'm, I'm bad here. I should know his name. Anyways, it's, it's like that lettuce, Wolfpack, all of it, you know, um, yeah. Eric Benny Bloom. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm right. I got his name right. Yeah. (laughs) phenomenal like that that's the type of music this stuff is you know like definition of what every jazz musician i feel like wanted to play in college and not this one tried a little bit okay well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to say sorry i just uh, just throw that in there i mean it's cool i guess you just like you know wanted to do straight ahead and that is cool there's nothing wrong with that i was like that for a long time and then i got a little different and then back to it it's okay I don't know. It look, it's just great music. But then there's other songs like the Christmas Blues with the Ra- Ramsey Lewis trio, which I think has nothing to do with the holidays, other than the fact that it was on a Christmas album, and it sounds like someone's playing Jingle Bells halfway through it. Jingle Bells, that's all you need, and you can have a Christmas album. That's that's really it. That's what you should do: is take one of your songs from cast of characters and just put Jingle Bells on it. Throw Jingle Bells over top of it and call it your Christmas. Uh, your Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, even my students got ahead of me. They all they recorded some Christmas stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, but you know, even scrolling through to some of the stuff we talked about last year, I mean, there's like, like Let It Swing, a dra- jazz Christmas with Verve. Oh, yeah. Where is that I one? just can't believe that Roy Hargrove and Christian McBride did Frosty the Snowman, you know, or like, Abby Lincoln and Roy Hargrove did Christmas cheer. And I just, you know, I don't know. I I guess it's just, these all got popular during the same time, give or take. 
um, when jazz was the popular music, but you know, we talked about it last year, people like Martina McBride or whomever coming out doing big band records version of Christmas music, just, uh, just cause that's the thing. Just cause that's the thing. It's yeah. It's like this, somehow it's tied to nostalgia and tied to, uh, I don't know exactly what, but yeah, you're right. I've saw, I've seen some other people posting this year about, uh, the same thing you brought up at the beginning. Like it's your, it's your chance to reinvent tunes that people will actually listen to because they really like Christmas songs. And so they'll just go ahead and listen to your 11, eight version of, uh, whatever. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't, if someone put an 11, eight version of Oh Christmas tree in front of me, I'm just going to tell them, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. The opening track for my Christmas record. What do you I don't want to count 11, eight. I don't want to do any, I don't want to have anything to do with That's like a bottom tier Christmas song. Ooh, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Now we're ranking Christmas songs. All right, Alan, top three Christmas songs and bottom three Christmas songs. Uh, my favorite things said. is in the top three. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, the Christmas song is in the top three. Oh, sure. Um, and either uh, it, it might be a tie for me between Baby It's Cold Outside or Is That You Santa Claus in the top three. Wow. Okay. Bottom three, definitely know. Oh Christmas Tree. <laughs> okay. Uh, Silver Bells. Oh, you don't like that one, huh? No, it's just any of them that make it seem um, to also Green Sleeves. That should not be considered a Christmas song. So I'm going to throw that in the bottom three. <laughs> yeah. What about Jingle Bells though? I mean, it's okay. Like that, that to me is more of like on the path of like a nursery rhyme than it is actually like a, mm. like a Christmas, Christmas song, you know? Um, I do. I don't know. It's, you know, some of them are a little too cheesy, a little too, um, I can only be played at like 50 BPM. Sure. And that's, that's where it kind of starts to lose me a little bit. You don't like the sentimental vibes? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Like I'll be home for Christmas. I've only there's only so many versions of that I really want to hear before it's just too much. Sinatra? Sure, done. That's a, that's it. <laughs> there you go. I don't want any others. Um what about Nat King Cole? Man, I is it bad to say like I'm not the hugest Nat King Cole fan? You're not. Huh? Interesting. You know, <clears> well, that's the end of the podcast. Alan <laughs> <laughs> has been uh, thrown out of all jazz circles. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I you didn't throw me out last year, and I put Seth MacFarlane on this oh, this playlist. True. And CeeLo Green. It's true. It's true. And but Christina Aguilera. <laughs> See, guys, if you have not checked out the playlist, it's four hours and fifteen minutes of holiday jazz favorites. Usually Actually, it's enough to get you it's home. Deep, yeah, it's deep cuts. I think a lot of this. deep deep cuts of <laughs> the Christmas. And there's a lot that's not on here. You know, Chance the Rapper has a Christmas album. Oh, that's uh, right. Alan Jackson, country music star, released a Christmas single. There's a lot of Christmas music. Cats aren't checking out. I can see. I think you should probably create some kind of course about really checking out <laughs> about, Christmas, about music. Christmas jazz in particular. I think it could be a good, uh, good segue for people for compositions, you know, learning about arrangements and, and how to change things where you're still staying true to the song, but not getting too far away from it. Sure, sure. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should steal that and use that in my own teaching now. As a, but but then you can only do it in the fall semester, you know. Okay, great. You can only do. Oh, <laughs> that <man>. works. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I know mean... this this tune that 
Dan Pugach uh, wrote. Dan Pugach is a drummer and arranger, has a non it on our label, and he put out this tune, Miss You Most at Christmas Time. Do you did you know that tune? I don't I did I not know that tune. Believe it or not, that is not the Christmas song by Mariah Carey I usually tribute, you know? Sure. Um, but he did a nice job with uh, arranging this whole thing for string orchestra. I'll let you guys hear it more next week when we feature these tracks, but that's just as a preview. It's got vocals, string orchestra. And it's wild because it, uh, like I know it's his nonette and a string orchestra, but it doesn't sound like just a nonette and a string orchestra. Yeah, it sounds like a studio orchestra. It really does. It's a very well thought out arrangement. Um, again, you know, was I impressed with it very much? Was I a little disappointed that they also didn't have a version of All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, well, um, is that in the top five? Is- All time Christmas songs? I, th- I think it has to be. Like, how can it not be there? What about the one? What's that one called? Um, isn't that from the Jackson Five? <laughs> oh, did they have a version? I forget. Which I think one so. That yeah, my my uh, my trombone ensemble made a version of that, so that'll be exploding all over the internet soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. There was a. I don't know if you've seen it and if people listening to this have not seen it, they should, but there was a video that went viral a couple years ago and it was called uh, all I want for Christmas, but from the perspective of the altos and all it was, was them just like singing that opening phrase on like essentially two pitches uh, compared to the rest of the song, because you know, they don't, they don't get necessarily the cool parts. It's kind of like being trombone in a big band. It's, it's all like, the really like meaty interior and not the melody a lot of the time. Yeah. You mean the most important part. <laughs> it carries its value. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Trumpets would be nothing without the trombones. I will. It would be very weird to not have trombones and only trumpets. I will say though, I don't know. Actually, I take that. I mean, there's only what? Like, Clark Terry and Bob Brookmeyer. What are other famous jazz albums that were just trumpet and trombone? JJ and Matt Adderley. Okay, that's two. Yeah, that's my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I just went to right away. Uh, There's more. I mean, like, you're right. Would you say, though, that the, uh, without, you know, cutting trombones too much? Mark Rodriguez and Ryan Keberly. Okay, hold on. Cool it now. Like tenor sax is almost the same range as a trombone, but a little bit more versatile. Wait, so what are we saying here? That that's why we generally versatile? no, I think that that's why we normally see like sax and like a tenor and trumpet pairing, than rather than like trumpet and trombone pairing. I just think there's a stigma against trombones. That's what it is. Who you're, ha- you're who perpetuating has perpetuating the stigma? Look. I think that this is a lot of interior uh, conflict that you have as shown by every time you play trombone, it's just fast. That's going to be the issue. That's what's going to be the issue with your Christmas album. It's It's going to be like, have you met, uh, you know, or have yourself a very little Christmas at like 180 BPM in 11.8. That's not fast. Second of all, (laughs) that's quicker than it needs to be for a Christmas album. Well, sure. 
fine. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> that's that's okay. I'll accept that on behalf of uh, all trombonists everywhere. All the hate. All the hate's gonna be coming my way now for yeah. all the trombonists that listen to this. And oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Too funny. Well, if you want to find the playlist, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, we have holiday jazz picks. And if you want to see every month the best of new jazz releases, you can go ahead and look for Outside of Music. This is Jazz Today, where we highlight every month, usually around 10 new tracks that are coming out from all over the world of, of jazz music. So I uh, hope you'll stick around for that. It's uh, that time of year where we're going to kind of slow it down for a couple of weeks and we'll be back at the top of 2021 with lots of new music and a lot of exciting things uh, coming up next year that we'll be very excited to announce at the beginning of the year. But for now, enjoy the new playlist. Alan, thank you for putting it together. And we'll be back next week to feature some of our artists and their new holiday music. But in the meantime, I hope you can stay healthy, stay safe and sane during this crazy year. But thanks for being with us and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.